Another Tuesday has passed. You guys are getting ready for school, getting the kids ready for school. I mean, you guys are getting ready for work. You might be getting ready for those crazy Zoom meetings. I know people are tired of. You might have a couple phone calls to make. But today, we are back with another episode of Forgot to mention, it's just me today. Jacob was out this week. He's not going to be in. It's all me. So, I can't do it in his true fashion, but welcome to another episode of Been There, Done That. I am Jalen. I am going to be your host today. And today, I'm going to just freestyle it a little bit. Normally, we would come in here with a topic, it's a conversation. The topic that came to mind, I'm going to do it, I'm gonna do it uh, wild and out style. The topic is going to be co-parenting. Co-parenting is a big thing to me because this is this is me. This is my life. This is what I'm doing right now. Because me and my son Caleb, his me and his mother aren't together, obviously. So that is a thing that it's 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 life. It's what happens. Um, a lot of people we've been doing this probably about three about four years now um and i can tell you guys from the guy on the truth like yeah it's it's not easy it's not easy at all um it's a very frustrating time thing especially people don't people people just look at it as oh it's just two people raising the child but you also have to account for like the old relationship factor and everything in there too because that does play a part in how things go I know just starting off with my just starting off with me having like just split up and trying to co-parent was not always a great it was not easy at all. There were a lot of arguments, there were a lot of fights, a lot of a lot of energy focused on the wrong things. And it ultimately took me and my focus away from being a father the way I should be, or the way I wanted to be, I should say. Because it was still feelings and stuff like that, and you know, with the relationship and all that was still, that was still there because it was all it was a fresh wound. It hadn't closed up yet. Um, you just it's it's hard to sit around and pay a lot of people beat around the bush with it because you just you might see a couple arguments and then oh it's just oh look they're all fine no 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 no. Because there are a lot of things mentally and physically, like physically, that you like go through, that people don't necessarily realize that you're going through. One of my biggest struggles was um, moving on, um, and not in the sense that myself moving on. It was more so her moving on. She moved on fairly quickly after that, after we uh, had separated. And it wasn't for, and it wasn't because I was upset about our situation it was more so someone else being in the picture to raise my child if that makes sense like i always tell people that one of my biggest like fears is like is not being there for your child like we we me and jacob both talked about it both of our parents our dads weren't there for us really and if at all to be honest with you and we don't want that for our kids ever and I mean ever. So to do what we do now and, and what create this platform that created, we want other ki- other parents to let like 
we want to guide y'all down that right path and stop y'all from maybe making an irrational decision like that because I'm not going to lie. I, I, as tough as it is to say, at one point I did consider like, yo, maybe I'm, maybe I, maybe me not being in the picture would be the best thing for him or for Caleb. And that's, and, and that was a brief moment because trust me, that is a very, stupid 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 analogy to bring up but emotions are flaring you're you you hit a depression like i hit it i hit a depression level that it was probably oh man it 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 hurt it hurt and it took me some time to finally realize like just because that relationship didn't work being a father is forever. Relationships could end today, tomorrow, 50 years from now, whatever. You're never going to stop. You're never going to lose that title of a father. So I had to do some, some deep searching and finally get myself to the point where, yo, enjoy every day of being a father. Like, I remember we signed Caleb up for uh, soccer a couple years ago and it was just <clears throat> it was fun it was so fun being like being able to be that dad watching their child out there having fun and competing every week and when he does something right you know he's scoring a goal he's having fun like that, that's what you want to see it's not me pushing my child to try to be the next david beckham or lionel messi or something like that like it's not that it's just me watching my child have fun and do something different than what they've done before. So I started literally taking days and stopped focusing. Like I said, you have to stop focusing on the the past, the or the what what if, the what could have been, because right now you're gonna let right now pass you by. I say this all the time. Um, you don't want to ever get caught. And I would call it the hamster wheel. You don't want to get caught on the same repetitive cycle and feel like you're not moving. And for, for about a year there, I felt like as a father, I wasn't progressing. I felt like I wasn't getting better. I felt like I was just, I was just there. Okay. Well, it's my turn to watch him. I'll watch him. Okay. I've done my days. Now here he goes back to you. And that's not fair to your child because then what day do you, do you stop and consider even at the age of two or three, you know, are you even considering how this child feels? Because if it's one thing, I know a child is always going to feel like feel and that's connection. It's that I'm trying to think of the word, right? The word to say, but just that connection between the, like the parent where they just know they're safe. And they know that they're loved. And they know that they cared about. It's like being able to sense that. I was skipping out on a lot of that because I just I pulled myself mentally away from that situation. And that was a, then that's a huge mistake that I made. And it took a hell of a lot to 
it took a hell of a lot of work and a lot of like soul searching and you got to talk to God. You got to pray on things. You got to have, you know, a great support team around you to be able to help kind of guide you back to where you need to be, help open your eyes up, get, get, get rid of that tunnel vision and be able to see what the world can really be. So one of my biggest things I tell all the parents when it comes to co-parenting, find a common ground. If you guys hate each other because of whatever happened between y'all and y'all's relationship, when it comes to that baby, you guys have to put that aside. It's not. It's not healthy to have a child come into a very toxic environment and you have two people one two people and with one on each side and they're both just as hard-headed and stubborn as you want them to be when it came to me and back to what we were talking about i had a i had a lot of problems with her first like moving on and kind of like introducing my child to someone else because it, it, it's just a, it's, it's literally a tough thing to fathom. Like it, it's, it's a tough thing to like wrap your head around. Like someone else is there too. And, it, and it'll eat away at you. It, it will eat away at you. Like even to the point where you're starting to feel angry and you just, it's, but it's just not worth it's not worth adding more chaos into a situation that obviously was not the best or the right situation for either, either side. So I, I I did have to swallow a lot of pride and say, okay, as long as you are taking care of my son, my son, when he is in your presence, I have no issues. It is very hard to trust. And that's it's hard to trust anyone. Anytime, even when my my son goes and you know spend time with my family, it's tough for me sometimes because I know that, or well, I I feel like I can give him the best protection. I can give him the best everything myself. And so, I, and not that I feel like the standard just drops when he's with other people, but I just know from a personal standpoint, I can only speak for myself and what I do and how I would do things. Um, I want, and, and and like I said, co-parenting is something that it gets it gets ugly, man. It it gets ugly. Like we, there were there were some there were some possible talks of like uh like courtroom stuff, and it's just you have to kind of consider the child a little bit more because you don't want to you you never want to pull the child through a court system in their early years because that's all they'll remember. Like I I don't want Caleb to remember me or his mom. As every time they look at each other, they're just gonna yell or cuss each other out, or it's just a fight and it's just chaos. Because then, because then at some point he's gonna get old enough, and then the kids will start questioning, "Is it my fault?" And you don't ever want your kid to sit there and have in their mind that that's their fault. Like it's 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 not on you. But it's hard to explain that to a child because a child's only going to see what's in front of you 
in front of them. They're not going to see the entire picture. It's, and that's, and now guys, I will say this guys, it is not me telling you, if you feel like you need to go to court to handle things, maybe that makes it easier having the court kind of be the middle, the middleman for you guys. But if you can do that outside of a courtroom, please do it. Please do it and stick to whatever agreement you guys have. And that's on both parts. Um, because you you never know how ugly things can get. And I'm and I'm in Georgia. So Georgia's a it's a mom state. So any kind of court thing that goes on would never favor me would literally never favor me without a lot of prayer from God, prayer to God. And it's just, it's, it's a very complex thing with a lot of layers to it because you have a lot, then you have the, the factor of, I know was brand new was Caleb when he first went off to preschool a couple of years ago, it was very, a very different transition for him because a child of you guys know a child's going to respond to each parent very, very differently. So I know some days when his mom will pick him up, he would just be okay. Pick him up or drop him off. He'd be okay. Some days he would cry. Some days I would pick him up or drop him off and he would cry. And it's just, it sucks to feel like you're tearing your child apart because she may not handle it the way I would handle it or vice versa. So like I said, that goes back to that common ground. You guys have to be on the same accord. It's not about y'all's relationship and all that extra, oh, what could be in the future, none of that. No, it is solely about that child. That child's growth and development is affected by so much like when it comes to like parental involvement, and I know a lot of people. Like I, um, I know a lot of people who I've seen. I've seen like parents with like nannies and stuff like that, like full time nannies. Those nannies at some point become that parental figure because the parents are always gone. The parents are always working, and it's not. And that's that's just who that child sees. And you don't want that that disconnect. Just like when you're taking a child to a courtroom, you don't want that disconnect because you feel they feel like every time that y'all get together, it's going to be something negative or something bad. So. It, it is it is it is something tough that I had to get over. Um, I had to make a tough, tough decision um, with his mom about who he stays with more like for school because they she moved a little bit further out so he goes to school up there but as a, as a dad i can't take a like a child away from their mother because I, I do solely believe which i do really believe a child needs their father just as much as the mother but like that mother carried that child for nine months you 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 can't you can't take that bond away from them and i will tell everybody now everybody who's having kids i heard there's a lot of covid babies um the whole postpartum thing is very real 
And I advise anybody who is with someone who is having a child or around someone that is, take it extremely serious because I know I didn't like I should have when it wouldn't happen. And it showed. But just think about just thinking about that bond. Like you just you just don't want to take that away. Like when a child's first born, they don't hand that child to the dad. They hand that child to the mother. A lot of the majority of babies' first meals are from the mother. So I couldn't take that from her because you don't know what that's going to do to somebody mentally. So it, it it's tough a lot of times. Um, him living kind of a little bit further away. So I can't go to pick him up from school. I can't drop him off at school every morning. The days that I can, I do it, but it's just tough. Now, granted, I get him for all the holidays. I get him for the, the spring breaks and all that kind of stuff. But it's tough sometimes, man, because you just like I just had him for his spring break. I had a majority of the week and it sucks to say goodbye, even though, you know, it's only temporary because they don't they don't always know it's temporary. Like I get, I'll get a phone call literally that that night after I drop him off, and he'll say, "Well, when am I gonna see you again?" And I say, "Oh, buddy, it'll be about three or four days." And I say, "That's a long time." And you can just hear like that the hurt in their voice. And and I'm not one of those parents who just sits around and. Just watches their watches their child just do whatever you don't talk to them or interact with them. They all are just there. No, I I make it a point. And me and Caleb gonna sit on the PlayStation all night, like we best friends in elementary school, having a sleepover. Then that's what we're gonna do. If we want to go to the movies, we go to the drive-in. Um, go to the arcades. We're at the parks. Side note: I gotta start watching him at the parks, y'all. Let me tell you a quick story. So. Took him to the park about you know, during the couple weeks ago. Gets out there, running around playing. Meets this little girl. Hops on a little double swing with the little two seats. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And it's just swinging away with it. They laughing and giggling, having a full-blown conversation. So then, he uh, <laughs> they go to the big park when all the other kids are playing too. I guess they're playing hide and seek or tag. They did not want anyone else to play. Just wanted them. So I was like, okay, he got a little game to him. He he's trying to he trying to learn. You know, he trying to learn a little something. Had to watch out for the little girl, you know, but you know, that's how it goes. But he got showed up. He got too cocky. He he learned his first lesson of being too cocky. So the little girls, I can hear the little girl mention something about doing a cartwheel. So, of course, Caleb, you know, trying to do the what they call the, the machismo thing, you know. Ah, you know, I, I'll go do it. I'm going to do it first. He did his little makeshift whatever cartwheel. And the girl looks at him and goes, little, little, little black girl, you know. So you already know she ain't playing no games. 
that's not how you do a cartwheel. And she does this like perfect like cartwheel. And I can see <laughs> from a distance the shock on his face. Because he just realized I didn't know what I was doing. But she damn sure doesn't know what she's doing. So he he learned he learned a hard lesson in letting that let letting that ego get to you. But he had a great time. He had fun with her. But but those are things that we like to do. Like that's how we that's how we interact. Like we go to the park and do things like that. So he can get out and do things. Another side note too, I don't know what the hell these ice cream men got going on. Them ice cream bars up there with the little Tweety Bird or SpongeBob and the teeth might be messed up and the eyes might be rolled. He might have the little Forrest Whitaker eye on one of them. Them things are like four or five dollars now. Four or five dollars. Like were we were we paying that much back then? Or because it wasn't our money, so obviously they didn't care. Cause he he damn sure didn't ask about the price at all. He just went ahead and picked what he wanted. But where was it that expensive when we were coming up too? Like I think the ice cream sandwich was like used to be the big thing. And that was like four dollars yourself too. So you that's ten dollars. That's a meal. I just I, a meal on some ice cream. I could have went and got the box from Walmart for five dollars. And I'm getting a whole eight count of them. Y'all need lower than prices, man. Y'all doing a lot. <laughs> but um <laughs> back to the point though. It's doing stuff with your child, like spending that time with him, like I know that means that's how I create my stamp on him. Because he knows when he comes to daddy's house, he's going to be able to do a lot more. He's going to be able to have a lot. Like, we're always going to have fun. We're always going to be doing something. And because I, in those, you know, three, you know, two, three days, three days I have them a week, you have to create those memories in a shorter time. So as we're sitting there trying to create those memories, you just always want to make sure that everything that, that, that they truly know that they're loved, just going out and buying them toys and games is not like, Oh, you have to go and spend that time, chase them around the park, run around the house, you know, paint, do little activities, um, just whatever it takes to make sure your child knows that like that you're there and that you love them. Because like I said, those moments are forever. Kids, kids realize a lot of moments. Um, even the small things like, Like my son, I mean, I know last summer we went to my girlfriend's pool with him for the first time. And now anytime I drive either to her neighborhood or I mention her, he always talks about the pool because he associates that with her. And that is another thing. And I want to give her a huge shout out. because I know she's going to listen to this. Um, 
my girlfriend is amazing. And that is another, that is that other factor of the co-parenting thing is even somebody else may move off on the other side, but it's, but at some point it's going to be your turn. And when it was my turn, it was, it was tough. Like, and she'll, my, my girlfriend will even tell you to this day, um, when we first got together, I did not balance out time very well. I, I didn't. And I, it took me realizing, like going back and looking back on it, that I, I wasn't taking advantage of the time like I should have because I was, I didn't know how to handle it for the last two, like two years prior to that. It was just me and Caleb. So, if I wanted to go do something with Caleb, that's what I was doing. After that, I didn't have anything else left to do. So then now I'm adding a whole nother person into that who deserves the world and just as much attention. You got to figure out how to give two people that attention and give them that world in their own separate facet and then slowly bring those two worlds together. It was not an it was not an easy transition. And you can ask her, it was not an easy transition. Um I think and I think I got real guns blazing with it at first was like a few months, like a maybe four or five months in. I was like, Hey, do you want to meet him? And like she would get a little nervous because you you just don't know what to expect. And finally, once like COVID hit, you know, we finally figured it out. Sorry about that. And we got them to meet. And I remember my heart was beating so damn fast because I did not know what to expect. Like, my son is my world. Like, if you ask anybody, like, that is my best friend. Like, that is my best friend. You want to talk about sit around and play? Um, down for anything. Obviously, he's just gonna hop in the car because I gotta put him in the car, and always ready to go. But that was my that, Caleb is my literally my best friend. So you just get to the point where somebody that you fell in love with and that became that same best friend to you, you're bringing them together. And I thank God for it every day. Like the interaction between them is always so great. Like it gets to the point now where I'll be working so much. Sometimes she will literally be like, babe, did you talk to Caleb? Did you talk to Caleb? You need to call him. You need to call him. You need to call him or babe, get off the phone with me. So you can go spend your time with Caleb. Go spend time with Caleb. Like she'll stay on me if she feels like it's just even if you feel like it's just the smallest eyes too far, go spend time with Caleb. You and Caleb need your time. She started to incorporate like be incorporated in a lot of like some of the things that we do with like some things I do with Caleb so she can they, they can build that relationship. Like they hang out, run around, they she took him to the park. One day while I was at work, like, not to the park, but to, you know, like, go outside and stuff. And they ran around and played. And he told, he just kept telling me about it. And 
that's the joy you want to be able to see on your child's face. You don't like you have to build up. Imagine like mentally for me, how much it took me to build up the trust to be able to ask her like, Hey, you know, would you watch him one day while I'm at work? And you know, somebody else watching my child while I'm not around. That's, that's also how I felt about, you know, with his mom moving on. I don't know that person well, so I had like you. Yeah, you have questions. You have thoughts run through your head. Even while I'm at work, I would sit there. Hey, is everything good? Is everything good? Is everything good? Because you just always have to be. You just always in that mind to protect, 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 and and you can ask. You can ask his mom like. Like when 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 the first when the idea first you know came into play about you know her significant other you know like maybe watching him for a little bit I was like no 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 hell no I'll figure it out but I had to get in that mindset where that I can't be there all the time so sometimes that's gonna happen but it's my job to make sure that. I'm still I'm doing I'm I'm still checking in and doing what I have to do for my sanity and just for protection reasons. Um and that's not to say her man is a bad person cuz I don't I don't think he is by any means. It's just the thing of like being a father is just very very different when your child is in the care of someone else. Um, like I, I right now, even I will still check in with his mom and his mom, you know, like like on days where I know, you know, hey, me and me and Bree are gonna take him here, 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 or hey, she's gonna have to, she's watching him this day, this day, or hey, when we when I drop him off, she's gonna be with us. Like those are little things that you have to do and keep that open line of communication between you and the mother or the other parent. So. So they don't ever feel like you do anything behind their back. Your tracks are covered and it's just a different type of respect there. So like establish that and run with it. Take the good with the bad. The arguments are going to be there at times. Y'all are going to disagree on parenting styles and and all. Uh, and you also in and, and, and bringing someone else into your situation, you also have to remember that's not their child, but they're working to be a part of that child's life and to gain that and, and to have that love grow w- between them and their relationship. So it's a little bit harder when maybe your child might, and I'm not speaking for Caleb because he's literally the nicest child in the world. Um, if, if a child's acting up, that's that that other that other person that you brought in may not be comfortable with saying something to them or addressing it. So you always have to consider those different factors and make sure that you like I said cover all the bases. Everything is everything can be very easy, can be smooth, but it's not going to be. If you're lucky, it may. You may be that case. But it's not an easy ride. Co-parent, when it comes to co-parenting. But do not 
give up on it. It is going to change at times. Whether it's for the good or for the bad, things change. It happens. Be receptive to the change. Learn from the change. And then help make a set, like a set clear path with you and the child, the child's other parent. It's not hard, y'all. It's really not hard. Just to talk. And, I, and like I said, I know that hate, that hate and that anger, or that spite, whatever may be there. But you got to realize that beautiful baby is what comes first. No matter what, no matter how, who, when, why, that beautiful baby comes first. Do not take that for granted. Enjoy your life. Make sure your child is enjoying theirs even more. Like to all the people that post the pictures of their children and I see like the blended families and stuff. I love seeing that. I love when I see y'all's Instagram posts, y'all tweets, y'all Facebook posts about how great that step parent is, has become and how they've truly adapted to the situation and seeing how that kid has now gained love for that person as well because of who they are. Once again, not everything always works out with one person. Sometimes you have to do some soul searching. I got very lucky and I am very fortunate and I thank God every day for this woman. Like she is amazing and the love that she has provided for my son well, for Caleb, I don't know why I keep talking about him as if he's like third person, but it makes you fall in love with them all over again. And and you just feel so blessed and so lucky and so fortunate. And that's why you just there, there are gonna be sacrifices you have to make and you have to realize it's not gonna be always about you. You're gonna you may have to give up some things as a parent sometimes that you don't want to, but find a common ground, stand on that common ground and make this and make it the best you can. Don't let pride set in. Don't let anger and frustration set in. Don't let emotion take over. Just enjoy your enjoy your child. You always want to be able to reach out. Your child be able to reach out and know that you're going to hold their hand and make sure that they're okay. And like I said, guys, this is not a it's not a hard thing. It's damn sure not an easy thing. I have spent many nights and days fighting and arguing about you know Caleb's, you know, how, how things are handled with Caleb. And you just have to learn different ways to approach it. Because that's truly what saves everything. Every action doesn't require a react reaction. And you don't have to always match someone's energy, as they say. But, guys, I'm going to leave you guys on that note. Hope you got my little freestyle vent on co-parenting. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. 
drop it in the comments. Keep liking our videos. Keep sharing. Um, we're trying to expand, guys. We, we may have a new logo on the way. I know we're trying to get a TikTok going. We're trying to get a... We're going to post definitely more in the group on Facebook. But it's it's all about branding and marketing. And y'all support really does help. And we greatly appreciate it all. But signing off, I am Jalen. Jacob's still not here. So it's just all me. Enjoy y'all's days. We'll see y'all next week.